Well, God bless you and keep you one more again. This is Evangelist Henry Lee coming before you one more time just to pray and to praise God with you and to give you some words of the Lord, give you some words of edification, give you some words of exhortation, give you some perhaps some words of prophecy, how the Lord leads, and, and words of wisdom, and just and just to um, kick some knowledge to you in uh, the Word of God and let you learn um what thus said the lord we can learn together um if you if you have your bible could you go a minute real quick to proverbs chapter five proverbs chapter five and this is proverbs is written by a man whom had i believe it was 700 concubines excuse me 700 wives and 300 concubines i do believe i got the number right if i um misquoted or uh, uh, miscounted all his women that he had this man had, glory to God, he had 700 wives and 300 concubines. And if you know what a concubine is, we'll just say that it was a woman on the side. Then, How about we put it that way? How in the world can a man have 700 wives and 300 concubines and still find the time to write the book of Proverbs? I'm talking about King Solomon. I'm really talking about him. He was the wisest man ever walked the face of this earth. He was the wisest man, definitely, of his generation. He was the wisest king ever out there. And yet, even in your wisdom, even in your prayer life, you can come. Rebo shaka, elebo shaka, lebaka. You can come. Um, and I'll just say that, put it this way. You can find yourself with a weakness for women. I want to put, let me put it up because we're going to choose our words very carefully in this message. And so you, even though you have all the wisdom, even though you have all the money, and even though you have a God that rules, yet you still can find yourself at a weakness for the opposite sex. My God, I've been here. And I'm going to talk on a message today. That's going to ruffle a few feathers. I did it the other day when I said, when I asked the question, I preached the message, who are the real Jews? I know that might ruffle some, some people's feathers. And, and, and perhaps it did. Perhaps it didn't. Cool. But I'm going to speak on another touchy subject. And I'm going to talk on the subject of child support. Mm -hmm. A lot of men are on it. A lot of men are dodging it. A lot of men have escaped it. Some don't went to jail for it. But... Child support is something that I really need to speak on because you don't hear people preach on child support in church. And they should. You don't hear preachers preaching on child support. I mean, can you imagine if somebody showed up in a church this Sunday and said, we're going to preach on a, in a message today and we're going in a message it has to deal with child support. Woo. <laughs> My God, if you if you get somebody, that's why I asked the Lord, if I do ever do get like a. um an audience or um, an influence and, and where it's thousands and thousands of people, Lord God, help me not to water down the gospel and water down the word. And, and Lord God, help me come with the real deal because you got to understand something. Now, I know you, you probably already know what I'm going to say. I'm not speaking for or against anybody or anything. You know, I, that ain't what I do. I just give you the reality of the thing and you can do what you want with it. But child support is a very touchy subject because there's a lot of people on it. There are a lot of men on it. And believe it or not, there are a few women that are on child support too. But there are a lot of men that are on child support and they can't pay it. 
Some compared and some can't. Some went to jail for it and some didn't. Didn't. And I'm gonna tell you right now, and I don't want to curse because I want to be a cursing preacher. But if you think for one moment that, and I don't know what it's called in your state, maybe maybe it's called a friend. It's called in my state. It's called a friend of the court. If you think for one moment that these folks give a damn about children like that, to where they want to make sure somebody's paying child support, and that's what it's all about, then you need to get really back in prayer. But it's not about them. It's not about the court system. My message today. My message today is not about your baby's mother and how she's doing you wrong. My message is not to the baby's uh, mothers out there who are um, trying to get someone to take care of the children. No, my message in general is just broad enough to, to cover all people in all types of situations. Did you know that God pays child support? If you call yourself a child of God, did you know that God pays you child support? Now you say the preacher, oh, we got to show me that in the Bible. According to the Psalms 103, Psalms, and if you got your Bible, hold Proverbs 5, and I want you to go to Psalms 103 real quick, and I'm going to show you that every day God pays his child support, Psalms 103, because if you're a child of God, that means God is your father, that means that you're his child, right, and watch what God does, let me tell you something, Psalms 103, and I'm going to read at verse 1. And it says this, Blessed be the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Wait a minute. He got some benefits coming to you. What? He can repay you something. He got some benefits. He forgives all your iniquities. That's one payment. He heals all your diseases. That's two payments. He redeems your life from destruction. That's three payments. He crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Um, four or five payments. He who satisfies your mouth with good things, six payments, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. I need a youth renewal right now, Father. I need a youth renewal right now, and you do too, because some of you have been through hell and high water. You've been dragged in and out of court. You've been doing the best that you can. You've been trying to help. You're trying to do this. You you got your receipts together and everything. You're trying to tell the people what you're doing, and they still want to lock you up. I know. But listen, you need your youth renewed as a, uh, like the Eagles because some of you men have taken on something that you can't handle. Yes, right. You've taken on something that you can't handle. And that is, I'm not talking about that, necessarily talking about the woman that you got. I'm not talking about you who don't have two or three kids. I'm not talking about, I'm not, I'm not here to judge you. I don't care if you got 15 kids. Because there's a reason behind the reason, there's a reason behind why you're doing what you're doing. And it's not all about trying to be a player. I don't think all men are trying to be players. This is not a message to bash men. This is not a message that some men are just like women into perhaps they are looking for love in all the wrong places. Don't believe it or not. There's a lot of men. And they may not confess it to you, ladies. But there are a lot of men who are looking for love. Because they wasn't raised by their fathers. And now they're trying to be good fathers, but never been shown how to be a good father. <clears throat> and sending a check Every week or every month, however it is, it's not really, I mean, it's good to do that, and you, you, but it's not really what we mean by being a good father, because 
if you was to talk to any man or woman right now who didn't spend a lot of times with their fathers, they would tell you that I really wanted, I'm in the admit father made a pass away, or they, but they really wanted more time or they wanted more time when they was a child with, the, with their father. So it's, it's more than just money. But I'm going to get to that in a minute on this child support thing. But this is how God pays his child support because he, glory to God, takes responsibility for the children in his house. And men and women of God, that's what you're going to have to do when you do something. Have a child. You're going to have to take responsibility for what you have allowed. <laughs> Listen, whether it's fair or unfair. Whether payments are just or unjust. Glory to God. You can keep fighting the issue, but you also have to take the responsibility and make and, and make the payment. <laughs> because God makes his payments. But let me show you something. Being a father and being in, in child support is more than about more than just about payments. It's what it should be anyway. See, that's why that's why I start off earlier by telling you if you think the court system um um, right now care so much about the children that they want to make you pay no if they really cared about the children they wouldn't just make you pay and that's it they will make sure that you was in that child's life some kind of way but they ain't making sure of that either, are they no but they are making sure they get that money every week every month whatever it is so let me show you something Here's the word of the Lord for you, men. And here's the word of the Lord for you, women. And it's found in Proverbs chapter 5. There's been a lot of complaints out there. This man's not taking care of his kids. Or this um, uh, man is not uh, spending time with his children. Or this man is not, not paying support. And that's the word of the Lord for uh, women that, 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 that men complain about. Well, she always getting the money, but she's spending it on her hair. Or she might be spending it on another guy and blah, blah, blah. There's a way. Men of God. To avoid all this. If you don't want to pay. Then don't play. Now that sounds. To you that may sound impossible. You're saying oh I don't. He, he's talking crazy because. Come on now. No take it from a gentleman that knows. Now watch this. You may be saying child support right now. Because, on, off a broken marriage. You, you was married to somebody. You did it the right way. You got married. Y'all had a kid. Boom, boom, boom. And it got divorced. Next thing you know, you're on child support. But you're bitter. You're bitter because you know they're trying to break you. And you're bitter. You're bitter because you feel that your own family members are in cahoots with the baby's mama and trying to break you. Oh, I'm the one preaching now. You're bitter because when you went to court, they taught you like any kind of way. It was like we ain't done nothing for your son or your daughter. And you're bitter. You're bitter because every time you get a job, it just ain't enough. You're bitter because you can't make the payments and keep the car note and keep a home all by. So now you got to stay with your brother or your uncle or your grandmama or your mama or your daddy or uh, your friend or your or your girl or, and then you latch on to this woman because she got a crib and you latch on to that woman because she got a house or a car and and you and you don't want to be in be in relationships because of convenience or you don't want to be in relationships because you think that that person can help you out with something like that 
But but lo and behold, you find yourself in that situation. And they say, you know, now nah, here comes another kid. <laughs> Sound familiar, don't it? Uh, do, does it? Uh, or am I in, in the right area of your life? There are a lot of bitter men walking around. There are a lot of bitter women walking around. That's why she got you on child support because she bitter. Some of you are actually out there doing for you. You was out there doing for your kid. You was paying the baby's mama. You was paying her some money, giving her some money, diapers, clothes, whatever it was, picking up a child, all that. And, they, she, and boom, she still put you on it. Why? You know why? Because you found another woman. You might have found some other home to be written and you happy and all of a sudden, boom, they want to break that up. That's a whole lot of reasons why people are paying support. But there's one number one reason right now. I'm going to show you in Proverbs 5. You're going to have to be careful. Because if you don't want to pay, then my suggestion to you is simply don't play. You're going to have to keep it in your pants. You're saying, my brother, that's impossible. Is it really? Is it really? <laughs> Listen, the things that we don't want to do, we say that's impossible. The things we do want to do, we, we move heaven and earth to do it. It ain't impossible, player. It's just not desirable for you to do that. But let me show you something in Proverbs chapter 5. People want preachers in church. And people want sitters. See, there's a lot of fathers right now that should be setting their sons aside and showing Proverbs 5. But they won't do it because a lot of fathers are not at home. But you are who are in the home. And you are who are not better. Show your sons and daughters this. Sons and daughters need to see these scriptures in, in Proverbs chapter 5. Because, hallelujah. Women get themselves caught up in something like that too. Women get themselves caught up in a man that already has five or six kids and not taking care of them kids. But they figure they're going to be the one. So they go in and sleep with this man and, and behold, now he has seven kids. And, and now he's doing, treating you just like he treats other seven babies mamas or six babies mamas. And boom. Now you better. You try to go and make something happen. And now the court telling you, well, because this man got seven kids, you can get what you can get. But And now he's going to the next, in the next, in the next. Bitter. Situations like that can make you bitter. But I'm going to pray for your bitterness. And I'm going to pray, man of God, that you keep it in your pants. And we're going to pray together to break the cycle of playing, but then regretting that you got to pay. Rebel <laughs> Shakaraba. See, these are. Uh, these are kind of kind of messages because I know the preachers out there can preach this thing a thousand times better than I can show it to you and got a much broader and bigger audience because there are folks out there who need help. They need help in breaking cycles. You ever see somebody going after the same cycle over and over again until one day they're in the grave and all they did with their life is get involved in the same cycle over and over and over again. That's all their life has been. One one big heartbreaker, one big cycle after the other one. But we're going to break the curse today. It is the anointing that destroys the yoke. Now, let, let me show you something in the book, book of Proverbs chapter 5, and then we're going to pray. We're going to pray that you no longer bitter. And we're going to pray that men keep it in their pants so they no longer bitter. Because there's a lot of bitter men out there. They're so bitter, they won't even spend time with their son and daughter because they're bitter at the baby's mom. Now the son and daughter got to suffer because the, 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 the parents are at each other's throats in and out of court. Let me show you something in Proverbs chapter 5. It says, my son, he said, this is uh, verse 1. It says, my son, pay attention to my wisdom. Let your ear to, to, 
to my understanding that you may preserve discretion and that your lips may keep knowledge. For the lips of an immoral woman drip like honey. You want to be a player. But I found out something. Men are not the only players out here. Women are players too. But don't get all upset because they learned the game from you, my brother. Some women been so hurt. They, every day it's like, oh, we're going to play the game too. You can't be mad at a woman for that. But let me let me let me show you something else. It says her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as one would. If you play, it see the, the when the sin is, is is presented, when a tight dress is presented, what they got going on, leggings, yoga pants, whatever, all that's presented. It's good at first, ain't it? Listen, an affair is good at first, ain't it? Sleeping with somebody is good at first, ain't it? The feeling, right? But afterwards, it's going to be bitter. It's going to be warm wood. Sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to the death. This is verse 5. Her steps lay hold of hell. Lest you ponder her path of life. Her ways are unstable. And you do not know them. Watch this. Therefore, hear me now, my children. And do not depart from the words of my mouth. Remove your way far from her. You better get away. Or you're going to find yourself with a court date in a court time. That's what, that's what, that's going to bring it up to the date. That's what he's trying to let you know. You better, you better, you better not play. Not with this one. Not with this woman. Not to this situation. Not with that man. You're going to find yourself with a court date. <laughs> but let me keep going. And do not go near the door of her house. Lest you give your honor to others. What does that mean? He says, "Less Proverbs 5 and 9 says this, lest you give your honor to others. You know what that means? He's saying, lest you give your money to others. And your years to the cruel one. Listen, who's the cruel one? That hatred, that bitterness, the devil. Because you can spend years being bitter because you have to pay for a situation that you might have, you played and you should have kept that thing in your pants. And you'll find yourself having years of bitterness, years of fighting, years of judging folk, years of time where you don't was so cruel, where you don't didn't want to spend time with the family or, or your friends, anybody. Years of bitterness. All based on a situation where you can where you played and now you don't play is years of paying that thing back. But guess what? Let, let, me, let me read some more to you. That's it. That's it. He says, he goes on to say this in Proverbs 5 and 10. Lest aliens be filled with your wealth. He's in aliens of foreigners. And your labors go to the house of a foreigner. And you mourn and last when your flesh, your body are consumed. He's saying, there's no, there's no greater pain than watching your check go into a house where your, where your baby's mother's in there with some other guy. And watch this, and he probably ain't working. Or perhaps he on some foolishness. <laughs> There's no greater pain than to see that go down. There's, that, that can cause you to be bitter. Ladies, if you have lost custody of your kids to a man, and you may be paying some child support, uh, and, and here is another woman 
calling, and your kids are calling that woman moms, but you're the one who birthed them. That's got to be some pain. That's got to be some bitterness. Because for some of you, this is not even involving a one-night stand. Your situation didn't happen in a one-night stand. And your situation didn't happen with just some random lady or man that you met. Some of you actually was married to the to someone who's got you in pain right now. Some of you had a relationship and you committed and trusted someone. And now you're in pain. Because you're paying. Ain't watching your year. And but guess what? <laughs> I believe in taking care of your responsibilities. Whether it's through the court system or whether it's through your agreement that you have with the baby's mom as far as you saying you're going to give out some certain money and, and time with your, with your child, whatever you got going on. But I would implore you and I would ask some of you <laughs> If you can work that thing out between one another, then do that. If you can get an amount where you want to pay someone and you do something, do it. Because there's no joy in the court system. That, that, trust me, they don't always have your best interest at heart. When you go, they don't always have that child's best interest at heart. And they pick and choose different things that what they're going to do for different children. Just uh, um, by me observing some things over the years, I, uh, I've seen some things out there. Now, they do do some good things because there are some dads out there that don't took off running and left the child with no, no nothing. And so I do applaud the court system going after those guys with all their might. Nobody want to hear that? Get, 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 get off my phone. Get off my line. The devil is a lie. Listen, that Kobo Shuck, I do applaud the course of going after those guys. Yes. But if you're doing things out of bitterness, if you're doing things out of hatred, all because your relationship didn't work out, if you're doing things just to just to see the man buried, if you're doing things, man of God or woman of God, just to see the man buried, or just to see the if you're doing things and just see that woman buried, hatred, the only person that is destroyed. In hatred is that child. Don't make your child. A pawn. In your little game. With your. Baby's dad or your baby's mom. Because what that does is. That ruins that child's. Relationship with that parent. Now sick like I've said. If the parent not doing what they're supposed to do. Then by all means. You have to do what you have to do. But hatred and bitterness, it's got to end. Proverbs 5 is just telling you this, man and man of God. If you don't want to pay, then please don't play. Keep that thing in your pants. <laughs> if you don't want a court date, leave it alone. Because he told you this. He says your, your youth, your wealth, going to be going to, to the aliens. Your years will be given to a cruel one. And your baka shakara baha. Let me pray right now. This is a hard message. Let me pray right now, though. Listen, they ain't shouting and dancing. Let me pray right now. Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth because you care about all the things regarding our lives. And we ask right now, Father God, there's some, Father God, their own child support struggling to pay it. They don't know what they're going to do. They may have two jobs, three jobs, and there still ain't enough. 
They may be living on the street. They may be living with moms, uncles, daddies, cousins, girlfriends, other people's wives. I don't know what they got going on, Father God. But I don't know certain, Father God. Right now, that you will lead and bless and, and touch somebody in every area of their life, Father God. If they need more money, if they need a business idea, if they need something right now, Father God, if they just need to stop being bitter, some of them are just bitter against the baby's mother. They become bitter against their own family and they become bitter against the, 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 the child itself, themselves. Father, right now, we break the hold of bitterness. Father God, if they're paying child support, let them keep paying. If they're not paying as far as the court system is concerned, Father God, then let them give the mother some money. And, Father God, if the roles are reversed and if the dad has custody of the child, then let the mother right now, Father, pay the support. Or right now, even now, in the name of Jesus, have an agreement with the dad or whatever is going on. But, Father, we got to stop bitterness right now, Father. For we know that the enemy will use that child support as a tool to defeat the anointed. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, the enemy will try to use the court system or the friend of the court or the child support system, whatever the thing is called in your state, to defeat and conquer a man of God and try to suppress his ministry. But let Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, make that man strong. Let him stand up as a man, Father God, in the name of Jesus, and, and, and pay his support and, and pray for the child and spend time with the child. Whatever he, situation he's in, Father God, help him, Father God, not to be bitter, but to be better and grow up from the situation. And let him not be just a FaceTime daddy or a weekend daddy. Don't let it be a FaceTime mom or weekend mom. But touch him and bless him even now. Break the whole bitterness that the enemy meant for, for the devil meant for it to be evil. But you're going to turn around for the good. Now thank you right now. In Jesus name. Amen. And amen. If it's a word then I must have did it. If it's not then I wasn't with it. Stay committed. Hey. Don't play this weekend. <laughs> God bless you and keep you.